What's up, y'all? This is Noah Fant, and this is the Second Wind Podcast. Before we get into this episode, I want to give a big shout out to anybody that shows us love, anybody that reposts, anybody that tells their friends, tells anyone about us. Without you guys, we won't be able to do what we do here. Um, we want to continue to bring you guys amazing guests with amazing stories that hopefully help you guys catch your second wind as well. So with that being said... Enjoy the show. McCaffrey with the try. Boom! More washing yards, man. I told y'all. I knew it. Bro, I thought you were done watching football. Don't tell me you had an entry on this game. Yep. And I told you, using them other apps. I'm on Prize Picks now, boy. Bro. Prize Picks is the most fun I've ever had. I'm already up 25 times my money, and you know I'd be throwing a little bag. This is how it works. You just choose two players, more or less on their stats, place the entry, boom, make money. Simple as that. With all that winning you're doing, is it hard to deposit your money, especially with all these other apps going around? Bro, it's the easiest thing ever now with Apple Pay. Quick, easy deposits this football season. Come check this out, bro. Nope, ain't no way, bro. No way. Bro, check this out. I had Christian McCaffrey and I had Jettas on the more. He just hit, bro. Quick thousand dollars, dinner on okay, me tonight, okay, dinner big on time, me. Big time, big time. You got the tip, though. I ain't gonna cap. Okay, bro, you convinced me, bro. Prize picks it is. How do I sign up? Go look. Go to prizepicks.com slash Mercury and use code Mercury to get a first deposit match on $100. Again, go to prizepick.com slash Mercury and use code Mercury to get a first deposit match up to $100. And you never know what you could turn that $100 into. Someone like me might turn it into a million. <laughs> yes, sir. You see what's going on. Got that HelloFresh right to the front door. Number one meal kit in America. I didn't have to sit in line for an hour and a half at the grocery store. Didn't have to spend $90 on a $10 burger on Uber Eats. You know how they charge for all the delivery fees and everything. And it's cheaper than groceries because me and Jarvis got y'all a discount. Second win 50. Go to HelloFresh.com slash second win 50 and get a discount. And I'm going to even show y'all how to make it later on tonight. Y'all going to see me chef it up a little bit. You know that song? Adele got where she's like, hello. She just forgot to add the fresh to the end. So I'm going to show y'all how to really, really, really cook. Me, Chef, and that. I told y'all I'd be back, man. Got the HelloFresh cheeseburger wraps, 20 minutes to make, easy instructions, and I can't even make toast, so that's how you know it's easy. Go to HelloFresh.com slash second win to get 50% off again. It's HelloFresh.com slash second win and get 50% off. You got the HelloFresh lettuce wraps. Second Win family, what is up? Welcome to another episode of the Second Win Podcast. Back with the one and only J Mills and of course Gio. Gang. I can't really doubt my hey, we got the camera in the way, so we, we can't doubt, uh, but we ain't looking weird. But thank you for tuning in to another episode. And today we have the honor of doing one of the most talented tight ends in the league right now. I think is going to progress and be one of the top names in the game of football at his position. Uh, and that is starting tight end for the Seattle Seahawks, Noah Fant. Thank you for coming on the show today, brother. No problem. It no means problem. a lot, man. No, nah, it really does mean a lot because I was doing my research and there's not a lot of Noah Fant yeah. interviews. You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you got it to yourself and especially, you know, with the game right around the corner, it really, really means a lot. You know, it shows that you got some love for the second win family. Yes, so, sir. We appreciate you know that, man. We appreciate that. Um, Omaha, Nebraska, mm -hmm. right? Like yep. Midwest dude through and through, like grew up, born and raised there. And then college in the Midwest as well. For me, someone who's never been there, it seems like, like, you know, I hear like, oh, it's just farmland and just corn. <laughs> like, y'all like, country chasing chickens. Y'all be doing farm work. And that's how y'all so damn big, strong, and fast. Yeah. But what is it actually like growing up there? Like, what is the environment? What do you guys 
what do you guys do yeah yeah, yeah so omaha is, is actually a decent sized city yeah. um, i always get that all the time from like <laughs> other guys like what's in omaha like right, nebraska's right. corn and all that stuff <laughs> cows and all that but uh it's a it's a good little size city and um but yeah i like growing up there it was it was good living it was uh and it was fun i, I all my family's there yeah and uh yeah i like it a lot so y'all ain't chase no chickens. No, nah, I wasn't chasing no chickens. I grew up like in the city, so it's oh, like the okay. city oh, so side of it. Yeah, so that's it was, crazy, bro. Yeah, there's like an actual city there. See, so I, I wouldn't like, know that. Yeah, yeah, it was it was good. It was good. And growing up there, when did you realize like you know you were that dynamic athlete that I could take my athleticism to a place like oh shit, like I'm good at this. Yeah, dude. I mean, what's crazy is that there's some good athletes that come out of Nebraska. Um, I knew I was kind of at the top of that, and. Uh, Felt good about that, but I really started to get a wind of like, damn, like I can really compete when I, my dad would take me to like camps across the country and mm -hmm. um, different college camps and stuff. And uh, that's when I really started to realize like, dang, like I can, I could actually do this if I wanted to. So, um, so yeah, shout out to the, the Nebraska yes, players. Sir. Shout out to Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah. And, uh, oh yeah. You about to no, I was just going to say, like, can you pinpoint a specific time where you were like, okay i'm good enough to play at the next level like was there a specific play right or anything like that we were like oh damn like this person's pretty good and i just did this yeah i can play division one i mean i would say going into my junior year it wasn't a specific play like i wouldn't say i was a late bloomer i just kind of just like steadily kept gotten better keep yeah. getting better yeah and um when i was a junior my film started kind of picking up a little bit of, a little bit of pace and then yeah. i like got like four offers from like power five schools like nebraska and um iowa and like it was like four power five schools in like 24 hours i was like damn. oh damn like yeah like once one offers like the rival offer and all that stuff yeah, yeah. so um man that's when i realized like dang like i got the opportunity now like i could really do it like they showed belief in me and then once i got to talk to the coaches and stuff and their plan mm -hmm. um that's kind of jumping the gun but like talking to the coaches at iowa it was it was easy for me to pick to go there it was like there was a plan in place for me to play tight end and they saw this idea of what i could become and i was like let's do it right so. and you going to iowa right actually it's funny before i even asked that question i saw before because i was doing my research man you were also a d end mm -hmm. While well, before you even go into tight end, I saw one of your rivals uh, yeah. videos. Yep. You made that transition from DN to tight end. So for you picking Iowa, was that the determining factor? Like playing tight end at Iowa, knowing the rich tradition there? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, some schools wanted me just at DN. Some schools wanted me just at tight end. I went to Iowa and met with them, and they were gonna they were willing to let me play either. Mm. Let me play either as an yeah. athlete, and I was like. I had a long conversation with my dad and my brothers, like, which one do I like better? Do I like the defensive side, the offensive side? Right. And it came down to I like scoring touchdowns. Got that's score touchdowns. Score touchdowns. I like that's the paper, big thing. Man. Yeah, like... yeah. So that's what uh that's what I went with. And then once I made that decision, having a conversation with Coach Ferentz and uh, at the time that our tight ends coach was Coach Lavar Woods, it was like they man, they had like a mapped out plan for me. It was like, we really think that you could do this. We think you got the athletic ability to make it to the next level. You put in the work we think we can get you there. So it was like, all right. It, it was like clean. It was like clean decision at that point. It was yeah. like, let's go. Let's go. And, and if I'm you, a place like that, like I've seen the blueprint right. of what you've done before. So it's like, yeah, I, you know what I'm saying? I might as well just keep right. adding to it and go as well. Right, exactly. It's not like they were just like blowing smoke. It's like they had a long list of tight ends that had already done it. Yeah. So it was like, all right, like I think I can make I that can happen make that too. Less. Yeah, for yeah, yeah, sure. No, facts. Um, when you go to a school like Iowa, right, that's not really known for like, a crazy air raid attack or like mm -hmm. putting up a million points like that. But like, you know, 
okay, I, I have first round talent, mm-hmm. but I might not get a million targets a game. How do you kind of like gauge that? Like, how do you kind of like think of that a situation like that going in? Obviously, you were an anomaly because right. you touched the paint a lot. Like mm-hmm. you scored touchdowns nice. when you were there. But when you're going there, it's like, okay, they don't really put up x amount of points a game right. so mm-hmm. how, what was your mindset going into that yeah i mean their big selling point is like a pro style offense which is like truly how they run it so i yeah. knew that um going into it is what they sold also is like you're gonna have to be able to run block a little bit if you want to get into the league so it's yeah. like one of those things i was like okay like i believe in this system i believe in starting with the run game getting to the play action get me down the field so um that was that was an easy decision for me to make honestly yeah. I mean, you guys aren't really like an air raid team, but you know how to develop tight ends. Like you mm, guys absolutely. are tight end, you the like tight end, you. All, all, the tight- yeah, like <laughs> no. you guys always Both eat. Of them. Yeah, um, yeah. So like, when it, like you think of George Kittle, like mm-hmm. Hawk, you, mm-hmm. uh, Laporta, who just you know yeah, just got drafted, Laporta, and is yeah. playing well. Yeah. Um, all those guys, even Dallas Clark back in the day, right? Right. Uh, how do you guys like? What's different about Iowa that you guys develop your tight end so Facts. well? Because regardless of any position yeah. that, you, that Iowa has any recruiting year, you know, their tight end is going to be tough. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, that's a, that's a really good question. Cause it always, I think it's, it, it's attributed to the system. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I think that, um, when guys go there, they know that they're going to have to be able to do everything. Mm-hmm. Once you get to that point and you're mastering, uh, I can block, I can catch, I can run routes. Well, I all these things that once you get to the league, it's, it just carries right over. Yeah. You're doing all those same things. So um, I think that's what that's kind of what gets these guys going. I think our offense as a whole, we always it's there's always a featured tight end. Yeah. It's always like sometimes the tight ends get the ball more than the receivers do. Mm-hmm. And Iowa's offense, yeah. it's like it makes it very advantageous for any recruit to want to go there because they know that they're gonna be able to get the ball and learn how to be a proficient tight end. So yeah, and nowadays like the tight ends. There's a lot that you can flex out at number one and like mm-hmm. do all these other things. But Dynamic. it seems like the guys that come from like Iowa are like your prototypical, like they'll put you in the dirt, right. but they'll also run a great route. Like, is that something that's like super taught? Like all the different dynamics of being tight end? Is that taught there? Yeah, I think so. I think uh like I mean, at, at Iowa, you're not touching the field if you're not gonna put your put your nose in the, yeah, yeah, gonna in the scrum a little yeah. bit. You know what I'm saying? Like right, you're gonna no have facts. to block. And uh that was an adjustment for me coming in, it was just like in high school, like you said, I was catching passes, catching yeah, touchdowns, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. I wasn't really doing all that to that extent, but I learned how to do it and got out there and like was able to was able to get it done. I think like compared to some of the other tight ends that have come out, I'm a little more receiver ish than yeah. than some of them, but was able to find my niche in the uh, in the run game and and make it happen. So no facts, yeah. Are you gonna ask a question, or you want me to smack you on the camera? Oh, I was, I was just waiting for you. <laughs> nah, because me and him is having this, this conversation. Like, shut the fuck up. You listening? Like, you spectating? <laughs> nah, but um, another question that I had um was with a guy like George Kittle. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying where he's easily at your disposal, right? And he's a top three tight end in the league, for right? Sure. What type of things can you take away from his game when you watch him and like what kind of conversations do you guys have about the game yeah i think what's really cool about george is that he's used like a lot differently than what he was in cause where he's at now in the 49ers i think they they opened him up a little bit uh to like be able to run receiver routes and he moves all around the field and all those things so it's like 
sometimes he's not even lined up as a tight end. He'll be lined up as a fullback or right. a slot receiver or whatever it may be. And uh, he's really taken that and and ran with it. And I think that's that's really cool. And like obviously as a rookie coming in, he helped me out and would text me and little little snippets of like what to work on or what to focus on, like block all this other stuff out. And mm-hmm. and that's like super helpful. And especially having him my freshman year in college was was a huge help also him just kind of showing me the ropes yeah. before he left and i kind of me and tj kind of took over mm-hmm. uh that role so and that's what i was going to ask you too who are some other tight ends where you look at and you take traits from them you want to add to your game man i mean i always i grew up in the era of watching uh it was at the peak of rob gronkowski and jimmy graham like it was like yeah. the peak of their seasons dudes. that they were really doing like going back and forth it was like who's the best who's yeah. the best so um I like both. I, I, I watch both of their games all the time, and yeah. um, wanted to try to emulate as much as possible of either of them. And uh, I, I think those are the guys that I look to the most, honestly. So George was what, a senior when you were a freshman. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what? Being around him every day, right? Because mm-hmm. I just know how that is. Like, bro, he's the top of the top as position. Like, and he's, yep. you know, you get to see that every day. What are some things that you got to take from him while being there as a freshman? It, I think. It, honestly it was just his love for the game that he like that dude truly loves football no matter what it is like he's he loves football every day and he always puts his best foot forward every day so right that's what really that's what really got me on the right track Mm -hmm. and coming into college is like every day coming with it and with focus coming in with just happy to be there and enjoying like Mm -hmm. playing the game and um that's one of the biggest things i learned from him and then obviously i've i've taken a bunch of stuff from him once he got into the league it's Mm -hmm. like he does everything really well. So very it's well, like yeah. very well. So uh, that's been a super cool experience for me. Oh, so. That's dope. That's dope. You got to learn from him. Like the passion is is almost contagious. Like, oh, can, man. I, when you said that, and now it resonates because I always see him smiling. Yeah, like, you hear sound bites on like the NFL when they posted or when that when uh, the Niners posted or whatever. It's always like he's always the happiest guy. Yeah. He's blocking and laughing. Right. He might <laughs> stiff arm you into the ground, right. but he's always like yeah. it's just the energy. He bro. just it's loves contagious. it, man. And that's that's he's been that way ever since I've known him. So that's 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 something that's super admirable. So. Oh, that's fire. That's fire. So you get drafted. Um, which is amazing. You got drafted first round to, mm. to the Broncos. Um, we're there for three seasons. And uh, I think playing tight end, it matters, you know, your progression and who you are as a player. It matters on who you're, who's giving you the ball, who's mm. getting the ball to you. So throughout your career, um, you had different phases at quarterback. Mm. You know, Drew Locke. You know, start out with Joe Flacco, mm. Drew Locke, um, Teddy Bridgewater. But now... Um, I feel like you're more in a stable, you're in a more of a stable environment with a quarterback you know is going to be there day in and day out. Right. How much more comfortable does that make you feel um, just at the, from a chemistry level at the tight end position, knowing that, you know, I know who my quarterback is. Right. Man, that's a, <laughs> that's a, that's a touchy subject because it's like, I love, um, like you said, I have stability with Gino now being mm-hmm. in Seattle yeah. and all those things. I love playing with Drew also. No, for sure. Um, but dude, like a lot of people don't realize that I went through, I've gone through like six or seven quarterbacks in five, this is my, going into my fifth season, Damn. three different offenses. So it's like, that's not an, I should say an advantageous position for a young tight end to have to deal with. Yeah. So being in a situation now where it's like, and not putting any blame on why yeah, that yeah. was the case, but Facts. being in a situation now where it's like stability is like, all right, we got our quarterback. We I, this is my second season now, and in this offense, all those things is something that's uh, that I haven't had before. So right. um, that's something that I can appreciate. So um, hopefully, you know, after you know going into this season and see where free agency goes after that, is like 
being able to stay in a situation like that where it's like stability and having a set philosophy and all those things in an offense. So yeah, because I didn't play offense, so it's like it's more than just going out there running around catching a ball, right? Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Like, how important is that chemistry with your quarterback? It's, it's super important, not only with the quarterback, but it's like obviously. You want to be where your quarterback wants you. Right. You he likes things run a certain way. He's got a feel about like your speed, the way where you catch balls the best, all these things. And then also it's like knowing the ins and out of your offense, like what your offensive coordinator likes, how he wants you to run certain routes, things like this. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a lot of things that go into yeah, it. So that many stability so many is stability is great for a um for anybody, for a tight end, receiver, quarterback, whatever it may be. So um a lot of the time, situation matters. Right. And situational, situational fit, but consistency matters also. So. But you were still able, like I said, your last two seasons there, you had over 650 yards your last mm-hmm. two seasons there. So it's like, you were still balling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. were still balling. I just know, I just feel like knowing what I'm going to get day in and day out. Like I said, building that chemistry, I feel like that matters. No, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I always like would make the joke like, talking around and stuff is like it doesn't it doesn't matter the qb i'm gonna make it work i'm gonna make it work i'm gonna make it work and i feel like i've done that to this point and it's just the matter of keeping it going keeping getting better and and all that so yeah no doubt no continuing to work for sure um when you look at a team like the seattle seahawks right Mm -hmm. and they've had so much success at the quarterback position but like gino didn't have success before Mm -hmm. you know his situation was kind of like messed up until he has stability here and then yep. you see him get here and he's playing really well and then russell leaves mm-hmm. and you know it doesn't look the same as it looked in seattle mm-hmm. what is it about like seattle that makes the quarterbacks play so well is it like the system is it the players is it pete carroll or is it just like you know is it everything combined i think it's all combined i think uh it's always a saying like right the grass is never always it's not always greener on the other side it's yeah. like i think sometimes people think that it might be better over here than what it was. And I think that uh, it's just an advantageous place for for Seattle. I think Gino, it's a super cool cool story for Gino, right? Because like you said, he he had some turbulence in the early parts of his career. Mm -hmm. Gets to Seattle, is backing up Russ, and then he gets his shot. And it's like he he took all that knowledge, all those hard days, all those those learning experiences and Mm -hmm. growing pains, and puts it into a season it's like man like he, he's a dog he looks like, serious he yeah. looks good like yeah. he looks good mm-hmm. and he's keeping that up so um that's one of the one of the greater stories that you'll hear about that it's just like i think everything combined with coach carroll i think like i said the consistency with consistency, the offense yeah. um is all something that played a part into that and obviously gino at the wheel is like you got to give him the most credit because mm-hmm. he he was able to block all that other stuff out from yeah. early on his he career and, he right and go ball, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He ain't right back. He ain't right back. <laughs> he ain't right back. Exactly. He ain't right back on the ass. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and just piggybacking off of what you said about Gino, like, talk about what it's like being around him and learning from him. Like, he's actually catching his second win right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everything he's been in his career, and I'm so happy for him because that dude's a baller. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, like, yeah. we get him on the show. Yeah, yeah. So he's a baller, bro. Like, being around him, where are some things that you've been able to take away and learn from him? And just, you see, what makes him great? Dude, I think... I think the greatest attribute about Gino is his leadership ability. I think that, obviously, right, he throws a great ball. He does all of that stuff right. right. But I think the greatest attribute about him is, like, his leadership ability. Is like, even when I was coming in, like, with me, I saw him do it with Jax, this la- like, uh, Smith and Jigba this last mm-hmm. this last week. It's just, like, he could tell he, – he has a knack for telling when guys are frustrated or – 
or struggling or whatever, whatever it may be. And he goes and like, Hey, like we're going to get this, this, I want I want you to do it this way. I'm going I'm to hit you, whatever it may be. He just has a great way of leading in that aspect to like, keep the team together, keep guys together and bring guys along with, and to get to those spots where it's, he wants you at, or he feels comfortable throwing this ball and all those things. He's a great communicator. And that's what, the best thing I've noticed about him. It's actually sure. funny you said that because I saw a video. I want to say maybe it was like last week where he was mm -hmm. talking to Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah, uh, yeah, Jackson Smith and Jigba, and he was like, "It's my job to get you the ball. Don't worry about that play." Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying. I was like, "Damn, it's I, a leader of men." Yeah, leader. He's like, it's my, sure. "He's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about that. It's my job to get you the ball." He's 100%. like, "I need you the second half." Like, yeah. I, and he was like, "I was like, damn, make me want to get out there." Yeah, like, you hear important. that from your starting quarterback? You're like, man, like I can fight for a guy like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like he's. No, and nobody will ever doubt that he's always got his the best interest of everyone on our team, and Absolutely. that's like you you don't always get that. Mm -hmm. Is a, yeah, and so that's something that's super cool about being him. a leader of men. Yeah, like you said no, yeah. facts. Um, you guys at Seattle don't really run like a traditional like just one tight end, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's almost like tight end by committee, right? Yeah. It's like Will Disley, uh, Colby Parkinson. How important is it for you to like capitalize on? the the opportunities that you get you know when you get the chance to make the plays man that's it's a huge thing for me um because i i view my i still view myself as a top echelon got tied in in the uh, league yeah, so it's yeah, like for sure. yes sir i gotta take advantage of every single and it puts more pressure on it right but mm -hmm. i gotta take advantage of every single opportunity i have yeah to keep my production right in the same playing field as some of these other guys that mm -hmm. are that are not having to go by committee right yeah that are just getting sure. all the tight end targets so um that's put a little bit of extra like it's really kind of boosting boosting my confidence in myself a little bit because it's like dog if i can do this with this much with with opportunity with this much opportunity right mm -hmm. dog if i if i get into if i get into a situation where it's like hey you're the guy let's go eat not saying that I don't like the situation right, I'm right, in, but right, like, for sure. if I get in a situation like some of these other guys have, man, watch out, watch out, <laughs> watch out. I, I, I feel that, I feel that very deeply because I, I've looked at that and it's, uh, but to answer your question, by committee, it's been, it's been a good experience. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I've gotten to learn a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, being in thirteen personnel is always fun, always a good thing, <laughs> mm -hmm. and uh, I play with. Two guys and and Will and Colby that are I, I have a lot of respect for. I think yeah. they're great players, and uh, we always like bouncing ideas off of each other and trying to get better. And it's like my our and we said this early on, right at the start of the season. It's like we should be the best tight end room in the in the league. Oh yeah, yeah. All, all around like we should be the best tight end room. That goes with production. That goes with blocking. That goes with everything. Like the most well rounded, best tight end room in the league. So mm -hmm. that's that's always the goal, and yeah. that's always the. Uh, where we going so oh, yeah you yeah. push each other like a lot like I, I yeah i think so it's always it always comes down to competition right because yeah. you're always gonna be like man i want I, come on get me out there whatever get it you may better. be right so it's it always pushes you to keep getting better each day and uh and to have that fire and it like keep pushing so yeah um that's been one of the benefits of it right it keeps me hungry and like just mm -hmm. almost like just like mm, not complacent like, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah not complacent at all every day it's like i always got that hunger in my gut yeah and uh that's been something that's uh been different but yeah. been good for me for sure and it, and it go there is no way this works that well <laughs> why why are you so happy bro what you mean i can't be happy Nah, you can be happy. You're just a little extra today, though. I'm not being extra. I just got this new thing today that made my boss feel mad smooth. Here, feel this. Damn, that's smooth. It's really like this? That's what it does? 
That's that Manscaped, bro. For real, it's like, it's super legit. And last time I didn't use this fool, bro, I was mess I messed my stuff all the way up. Cut myself up, it was really bad. Manscaped, bro, it's the, it's the real deal. Don't tell me that's that lawnmower 4.0. Yeah, bro, and that's that advanced skin-safe technology that produces nicks and cuts. They also got ball deodorant and, huh, you'll, you'll like this one, crop spray toner. Well, bro, where can I get me some? Because I know you got that discount code. Come you on, bro, you already know I got everything. You. And I Falls right around the corner, so you know we need fresh balls. Get 20% off and free shipping using code adversity at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping using code adversity at manscaped.com. As the leaves fall, make sure you have it all with Manscaped. I hope you don't know I'm about to use this Manscaped. Going into your contract year, uh, I'm curious, how do you detach from like those thoughts and feelings and emotions about that mm. and just focus on ball? That's tough. That's, you know that's what a I tough mean? thing. That's, yeah. a, that's a very tough thing. It's just like, at the end of the day, Winning is the most important thing, Absolutely. right? We want to win games. I'll always feel like <laughs> yeah. we're gonna win more games if I'm getting if I've got the rock in my hand. Absolutely. Yeah. Um winning is the most important thing. There's gonna be games that you don't get as many touches, there's gonna be games you get a lot of touches. So my biggest thing is like, right? Like excluding all like the thoughts on free agency and all mm -hmm. that, take advantage of when those opportunities come. Absolutely. And make big plays when they do. And it's like I started off my season saying that also as like make as many ke like catch as many balls, make as many blocks, and break as many tackles as I can. If mm -hmm. I do that and I'm doing that on a consistent basis, we're gonna be we're gonna be set up straight once once free agency comes around. So yeah. controlling what you can control. Exactly. That's all, that's all you can do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's all you can do. Yeah. Um, and like we were talking about earlier, um, and you were saying like scheme and system and stuff like that. If you look at all the top tight ends, right, the mm -hmm. the guys that they talk about the most, right. Uh, I think scheme matters, right? Mm -hmm. So you got the Kelsey and Mahomes, yep. uh, the Goddards and Jalen Hurts, yeah. um, Lamar Jackson and Andrews and Mark yep. Andrews, right? How excited are you to be with a guy like Gino where like he could take your game and you put your name and cement your name as like, yep. yo, when you talk about top tight ends in the league, because you have the talent to do so. It's mm -hmm. not a talent thing, yeah. right? How excited are you to finally, I feel like, be in that situation where you can do that? That's a super good question, actually, because like, I'm super excited, and, I, and the crazy thing is that I've had those conversations with Gino's. Like, he sees that for me also, right? Yeah. I mean, he sees those things. That's like, and touching back to what I said, that's what makes it easy to fight for fight for him, right? Like, he sees a, a vision for me, kind of like how I was saw a vision young. for me. Yep. It's like, man, I want to be that. I want to be that so bad, but it's like, at the end of the day, we're, if we're winning, we're good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to develop that with Gino over time, right? Like that consistency comes back into play with that. We're going to develop that. But let's win games and let and let's get, you know, this shit popping on the field and we're going we're going we're going to figure that out as right. time it's, goes. Yeah, as yeah. time goes on. So, yeah. But definitely it's actually crazy but how much scheme and like how they set things up for people like that matters. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm sure. saying? It matters like, so much. Matters cuz you were just like don't let me be in the right Yeah. You know it's true. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. that's facts. Yeah. That's, that's the NFL though. Like a lot it of it is is situation a lot of it is scheme like we were talking about before this like if you're a, this player on this team that doesn't run what you're good at then it's right. like it might mess you up a little bit. Um and even going into scheme like your offense is crazy like mm. you Gino uh, DK Jackson, mm -hmm. and then you got Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Like y'all are, I mean, y'all are putting up points. Mm -hmm. What is it that's different about this offense that allows you guys to execute so well? Because I don't think people realize 
how hard it is to put up 37 points. Like how meticulous you have to be, how on point, how yes. sharp you guys got to be as yeah. an offense. Like what is it about this offense? I think it's just hard to guard everybody. I think yeah. that's the biggest thing. I think all of us, you know, I talked to Tyler about this. I think all of us understand, right? It's going to, it's going to be hard to feed everybody every game, right? Yeah. You don't have enough footballs to go around. So <laughs> right. it's like, you just got to make sure you're taking advantage of, of when you get your opportunities. And uh, we all know that eventually it's going to come our way eventually. Right. Mm -hmm. But we put, you know, we're putting points up on the board and we're winning games and we're doing all these things the right way. And we're competing at a high level. All the rest is going to take care of itself. Yeah. And uh, I'll die on this hill, but it's like, I it's going to be hard to go in the league and find as many weapons as we have an offense on, on one team. Right. Fast. Like it's like, we have a lot of high quality players on our team and mm -hmm. it's a, uh, it's a blessing and a curse, right? For, mm -hmm. for our offensive coordinator, especially cause it's like, man, like I want to get Jack's the ball. There's I want to get DK ball. the ball. It's only one, it's yeah. only one, one ball to go around. And then we got, uh, K nine and, and oh Zach Charbonnet God. in the backfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, we can't forget about the run game either. So it's Damn. like, it's a no, lot it's to facts. think about. So I, I, you know, I, it's, it's one of those things that you, uh, you got to wait for your your the ball to come your way and make it take advantage of when you get it when you get it. Yeah, so. I think a lot of like from the outside looking in, obviously I'm not in the locker room, but yeah. a lot of like the players on your offense just they get it. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like they, it's not about them; it's about the team. Like right. they're very unselfish. That's what it seems like. It seems like all you guys are like very pro. Right? Is that how it is in the locker room? I definitely say so. I think that the way Pete runs our program, mm -hmm. it it kind of like negates all of that anyway it's yeah. like we're all about winning Facts. all about competing right all about putting your best foot forward every day and you do that when those opportunities come you're going to take advantage of those by right. having that mindset so i think that all of our guys on our offense especially our offensive side know that hey like like i was saying like it might not come to your, your way all the time but we're going to do this thing together and we're going to ball together and, and uh, win games. So yeah. I think that's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. And day in and day out, right? You were talking about all those guys on offense and mm -hmm. how talented you guys are. What's like the standard that you guys talk about all the time uh, in that offensive staff meeting or in the offensive uh, room, like mm -hmm. all that talent? Like what's the standard that you guys hold yourselves to? Because you guys are super talented, like you said. Yeah. But like like you said, putting up 37 points or two weeks in a row, like that's hard to do. Right. So it's so like you guys are operating at a high frequency. Mm -hmm. Like what's your standard and like mentality in that room? I think what keeps that is like, even when you have those 37 point games or 40 point, whatever it may be, is like still identifying your mistakes. It's like, dang, we could have hung 48 instead yeah. of 37. It's like identifying those mistakes and saying, hey, we're still gonna get better. Like we can't be complacent with this. Mm. We could have done X, Y, and Z better to put us even score even more points mm -hmm. so um i think that's what keeps us going i think that's what keeps everybody hungry to keep going and and keep getting better sharpening the knife, sharpening the yeah. knife yeah yeah um having a coach like Pete carroll right mm -hmm. he has such a great reputation for being like a player's coach mm -hmm. right but you guys obviously see him on a different level than everyone else right talk to talk about his like leadership as a head coach i've never experienced anything like it i think really? he's uh I think Pete's what he just turned seventy two. Yeah. Uh, Get out of here. <laughs> full of life. Yeah. Full of, full of life. Seventy. Yeah. I, I'm he pretty. I'm almost positive he just turned seventy two. Don't even look it. <laughs> that's look that's it. crazy. I've wow. ne I've never met someone with more energy every every day. I've never seen him on like have an off day. He always brings the energy every day, and I man, I just I got a lot of respect for him because, like you said, it is about the players. It's like 
every time we like these last two seasons we started he's like i i bring in the philosophy of like how i see fit right like how, what i what i see this could be mm -hmm. and yeah. you guys make it you guys make it what it's going to be mm -hmm. right you guys take this and run with it and and take this and make this a super bowl run or take make this a playoff run whatever it may be the players mm -hmm. you guys are responsible to to take this and really make it your own. Mm -hmm. And not all coaches are like that. Yeah. Some coaches are like, no, this is, I want it this way. My yeah. way or yeah. the highway. And he's like very like adaptable and like make sure that he brings guys along and all of those things. So Dope. Uh, I, I haven't experienced anything like that, but it's like, you can tell like when guys leave and come back, it's like, man, there's no place like Seattle. There's no yeah. place like that. They talk highly about yeah, him. Yeah, 100%. You'll, you'll, it'll be, you'll be hard pressed to find a guy that, leave seattle and comes back is like nah this this wasn't it right you know what i'm saying yeah. be, it'll be hard to find a guy like that but those That's are the type true. of coaches you want to play for for sure yeah. absolutely like um we've had some players on here and they talked about you know some of their situations where um you know some days going into work mm -hmm. it was miserable yeah you know what i'm saying so yeah. and then you know they're on a new team and now they, they may like their situation right for, so i feel like in situations like that like you guys love going to work yeah you know what i'm saying being it's fun yeah it's, it's fun. fun every day to to go into work and the coaches are bringing that energy you're at, you have that energy with your teammates, right? And, like, it makes the days go by quick, which is crazy to, crazy to think about. It's, like, obviously you get in treatment at 645, and you'll be there till after practice till 530. Yeah. And it's, like, that. it goes like that. You look up, and you're, like, dang, like, we're on the last period of practice. Yeah. <laughs> and you've just been going at it all day and just having fun with your boys and, and – uh, getting better yeah and it's just it's just crazy to think about that the days go by so quick and then you look up and it's like it's like tomorrow i'll be like dang we're playing monday we're playing night football it's already football. here it's already here so <laughs> it's, it's it's a cool experience no, you facts. you personally what what is what is your why like what drives you to be the best player that you can be that noah can be like day in and day out through the off season when you're getting ready for the next season right and yeah th that last season has passed what is your why i think dude I, that's a good question i think that it's always been self-driven self-driven within to be the best version of myself. That's what that's what drives me to every day is like okay, I'm deciding to play football. It's a great living, it's great pay, like all the, all that great stuff, but I, this is something I love to do. How good can I be at it? Mm -hmm. And that's what that's what drives me to be better is like just how good can I can Noah Fant be? No, forget all the exterior, right? And forget all the who I'm going against and all that stuff. How how good can I get at this to try to make it to the Hall of Fame, to try to win a Super Bowl, to try to whatever whatever the goals are is like how good can I make myself? And it's all self-driven from within. And I think that's kind of my why is like how how far can I push myself? Mm -hmm. How how great can I be? And uh that's what keeps pushing me. And when you have those thoughts, right? How how frustrating can it be sometimes cuz at the end of the day, bro, Football is a team sport. Yep. It's not boxing. It's not tennis. Right. So like those those people can put in the work, the work and work hard throughout the season, off season, and like you know they'll reap the benefits because it's a one on one sport. Mm -hmm. So how frustrating can it, from a player standpoint, be? You know, I'm working this hard in the off season. I may not have got the goals mm -hmm. I wanted for myself personally in the season. Dude, that's a tough pill to swallow. And I've and I've <laughs> been down that thought road of, yeah. like a We're quite human. a few times. Yeah. yeah. And. uh Man, it's it's one of those things that you sit there and you're like, man, I put all of this work in and it's I'm not reaping the benefits quite yet. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting I know I'm getting better. I feel it. Mm -hmm. I'm doing X, Y and Z way better than what I was, but I'm not reaping the benefits quite yet. And honestly, 
being a faith-driven man, like that's when I start leading into my faith of like, man, like I always know that God's got me. He's yeah. got my, the best plan for me. He's he already got it mapped out. It might not be right now. It might not be. It might not be ever, to be mm -hmm. honest. But I know that my path is going to lead me down to getting to that best version of myself. So it's a tough. That's a tough. It's tough, no, yeah. it's tough, that's, a tough that's a tough thing to to work through. But man, I just keep the faith. Keep the faith of like I know I'm getting better. And boy, when that moment comes, when that when I get that opportunity of like like we were talking about, it's like you're the guy. Yeah, watch out. Because I already know we're, we're only human because, like, you know, we're around so many of our friends that play ball. And, you know, we see them throughout the course of an offseason putting work after yeah. work. And whether they're dealing with an injury or whether they don't get the production that they wanted, like, mm -hmm. we're only human. Or they get yeah. cut for numbers or reasons. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's all types of things that go into this that I feel like people don't really realize. So to hear you talk about that, yeah. And yeah. like, it, it brings, like, a realization to it. Like, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, you guys are human. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and it's tough because there's there's some dogs out there that have gotten cut. Yeah. yeah. There's some dogs out there. It's like, man, like, dude, like, we'll have, like, from previous experience, we'll have guys that go crazy in practice. Yeah. You know, like, against starters, right? Snapping. And it's like, oh, well, he just got released this week because a numbers thing. Like yep. you're saying, it's like, man... Let this dude get an opportunity somewhere and he's gonna go he's gonna go crazy. So that's a crazy thing to think about. And that's why I'm so impressed with like professional athletes' mindset. Like the ups and downs yeah. and peaks and valleys of like people's careers and your emotions. And you guys have to stay like we were talking about before, like the average fan, like they don't know what you're feeling inside right. from that point of view. Like working that hard and not getting the production that you wanted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or getting cut. Um having to move from getting traded. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Like Oof. people don't understand those feelings. Yeah. Yeah. It's a... Uh... And that's a whole nother, whole nother conversation. But getting traded, man, that that's a crazy, that is a crazy, crazy situation to to be a part of. And like some guys will, I can see how some guys will have like, man, I I hate that, I I can't stand that team now. Mm -hmm. I don't have that feeling in my heart for towards the Broncos. Like mm -hmm. I understand, like they've been searching for a quarterback for a long time, yeah. Saying, yeah. for their their guy that they wanted, right? So I get it, right? But that's a tough like. I had some other um, personal life things going on before that, and that was a tough thing for me to like. Not I gotta go to Seattle, yeah, somewhere I've never been before. Like that's known for the rain, that's known for the gloom. That's how like how am I supposed to do this when right. I don't really I didn't want to go at the time mm -hmm. to be like being yeah, completely be honest. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to you don't want to. I just bought a house. You don't want to leave these things. Oh Damn. my god, you're that's giving me anxiety. Right, you're getting you're comfortable where you're at and. It's just a leap of faith, and you mm -hmm. gotta attack it full force. And uh, but yeah, that's a that's a tough that's a tough situation to be traded like that for sure. Was that? that that what your why question was a damn good question, fool? Oh, yeah. 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 Hey, it wasn't I'm on the script. I know. Okay, on. you see yeah. your head a little bit. I'm that trying. Penn State education. <laughs> I tried telling you, man. Shit, yeah. this fucking dude. Um, what was I just about to say? You made me lost my fucking train of thought. The the last question, our staple um, questions. Oh shit, my bad. Um, this is another one. This is gonna be a good thinking question. But okay. if you had to describe your life in one word or phrase up until this point, what would you say, and why, hmm. and why that specific word? But you can't use adversity because everybody be using adversity, so we exit out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't use adversity no more. Oh, whoa. Okay, it can be a phrase. Mm -hmm. Whatever you want. Hmm. Damn, y'all should have let me know that before. <laughs> so I could have no, thought about it a little bit. Me, it happens it's all the time. Spot. All right. It's hard. Okay. It's hard. All right. Um, 
It could be a phrase. It could be a word. Whatever Bible verse. Bible, whatever means to you. Ooh. Okay. Um. I, I wouldn't even say it's a phrase, but it's like okay, some things that come to head over over the course of my career is like, um. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say late bloomer, mm-hmm. but it's like I was never the kid that was like crazy athletically gifted right off the top, right? Mm-hmm. I had to kind of grind for it. It's like I was always blessed, right? Mm-hmm. But I kind of had to grind for it. So it's not I would say the biggest things are um blessed, mm-hmm. faithful to like get to where I want to go, keep the faith and um grateful grateful for the position that i'm in because at the end of the day right i'm playing in the nfl some things might not go the way i wanted to but you know a multitude of different things but i'm in the nfl i'm making a living i'm doing what i love all these things so um i would say those three things blessed faithful and grateful um are all things that i try to live by and it's like my bible verse that i that I live my life by is Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. It's like, that. that's my life right there. No matter the adversity, no matter if I don't like something that's happening in my life, God's got a plan. He's got the best plan for me, mm-hmm. and I'm going to walk that path. So, Damn. And you think uh, the things you just said, is that why you have such a great perspective? I definitely think so. I think that digging into shit, that's a that's a long that's a long answer, but man, I really started to like lean into that heavy um so like a year and a half before I got traded my mom passed away. I had to like really like take a step back and was like why the like why did this happen to me? Mhm. To someone that was so influential on in my life, that was just like a, a pure-hearted person. Why would this happen to me? And I got angry, and I was like in a dark place at a time. And it's like I truly had to lean in, lean into that verse that I always, even from a kid, I always loved that verse. It's like God's got a plan. God's got a plan. I'm I'm gonna attack this full force. This may not be a good thing that happened into my life, but I'm gonna make. I'm going to make it work and mm-hmm. I'm going to get through this and I'm going to push through this. And then I got traded. Same thing. It's like, all right, I'm getting, I'm getting tested right now. He gives his biggest battles to his strongest soldiers. Strongest soldiers I'm yep. going to go do this. And that's what, and that's really what it, what it's been for, from, from then, honestly. So, man, uh, man, I'm just looking at you, bro. Man. I, I'm a, I'm proud of you. Yeah. yeah I appreciate you know, just, that. Just, yeah. I'm, as a man, like man, I'm proud of you because People go through a lot of stuff, man. It's amazing. A lot. Yeah, and just what you just saying, man, you're still standing. You still standing. Still, still doing fighting. your thing. Still, still doing fighting. it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Still happy with a smile on your face. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Like, I, I we need to say that to each other. Like, I'm proud of you, bro. Exactly. Like, and I'm glad you're doing great. I'm, da- I'm glad you're doing great. Yeah. Man, no, for real. I appreciate that. That's, that's beautiful. But your ass never say you proud of me. I say I'm proud of you all the time. <laughs> shit is man. fucking crazy. I say, I say I'm proud, hey, of, you I'm proud of you. I'm hey, proud of you. I'm proud of you. I got you. Boy, I got you. Man. I got you. He's, he's, no, he's, he's mean to me, bro. Uh, he's mean, he's he mean to me. Proud of me. God damn I tell him I'm proud of him all the time. Yeah. No, bro. No. Yeah. Um, but thank the last... you for sharing that, by yeah. the way. No, yeah, appreciate that, bro. Um, the last staple question that we always have is, you know, this show is called the Second Win, right? And it's about going through adversity, battling hard times, all things like that. So, 
for anyone watching that might want to be the next Noah fan, mm -hmm. you know, or that's just going through anything in life, mm -hmm. right? What advice would you give them in catching their second win? Keep the faith. Yeah, that's the biggest man. I, I mean, I, I've kept saying that through this through this whole through this whole episode, but keeping the faith. Yeah. Uh, there's gonna be good times. There's gonna be bad times. You're gonna put in the work. You're gonna get knocked down. You're gonna life. Life is a crazy thing sometimes. Yeah, it is. And it, when life hits you, sometimes it sucks, and it's like, man, I am down and out right now. But keep the faith. That's mm -hmm. the biggest thing. I always, I'll always preach is no matter what, keep the faith. Whatever drives you, right? And I'm not saying that everybody has to be a believer in Christ. I know that everybody has their own path, right? But keep the faith, and that's what drives me, right? My 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 faith and my relationship with with Christ is like it drives me. Yeah. It drives me, and it, keeping that faith and like understanding is like there's a bigger picture that's yeah, gonna get facts. me right. I'm gonna get there, facts. and that's what that's what keeps me going. So. Yeah. Hey, bro, we want to tell you we bro, really, you, that man, episode was, yeah. that was a beautiful episode, yeah. bro. We really want to tell you we appreciate you getting on here, you know, got the game coming up. Yes. You know, you got a lot on your plate, yes, but sir. it was important because your story's impactful and it's going to, you know, impact a lot of people. So we want to tell you we appreciate you, brother. Yeah, I appreciate y'all. Yo, and I can't wait. Like I said, I got the opportunity to play against you at college. I knew before we even did this, I already knew of you, played yeah. against you, and I, I know your talent, man, and I think, bro, you're you're that A level caliber yeah. best tight end, bro. And I can't yeah. wait for you to flourish, bro, and get all the flowers you deserve. So I, I appreciate was cutting off for real, man. Isn't that crazy though? It's a small world, bro. Oh, small, small world, small bro. World, small world. I knew back in back in 2017. Yeah, exactly. I was like, yo, 87. Yeah. Light skin dude, he's like that. The text. He was like, yo, this dude, Noah Font was or Noah Fant was busting yeah. my ass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> nah, he was busting my ass. I still got the shag. Like, look at it right here. He was like, yo, I cannot. This dude, he's crazy, bro. This dude, busting my ass. I got the text. He can't check me. That's why he's saying that. Bro, he like, can't I got check the text. Me. Like, don't be mad it was, at me. It was that rain game. Busting yeah. your yeah. ass at Penn State. That was the last time, <laughs> yeah. like 2018. I think that was a whiteout too, if uh, I remember right. At Penn State, yeah, yeah. yeah at Penn State, yeah. At night, yeah. Damn you small world, man. You can't yeah. beat that. Yeah. You can't beat nah, that. but proud yeah. of you, man. For real, proud of you, man. And you know, big game. But tomorrow, yeah, Monday night football. Night. So yep. I can't have a super blessed, healthy season, man. And you know, we appreciate you taking the time to get on here. Appreciate you guys, man. Hey, second win family. Anybody watching? Like, comment. Subscribe. subscribe go tell your auntie go tell your pet fish anyone you know your pet dog neighbor, go tell your cat you your, know, your cat dog your cat sword dog, fish your cat, <laughs> whoever you need to tell whatever the fuck y'all got hey second one family we out love